0: Alright, you all, right, y'all. you need to come and listen to The Sci Files. They do have other shows, but The Sci Files, that's the one you want to hear. We are on the Anchor Media platform, and you can catch us on Apple Podcast, Stitcher Radio, Google Podcast, and Spotify. So, again, this is Axel, The Sci Files. Sunday, 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 The Sci Files. Welcome to the Casket Cast, only on rottencorpsradio.com, Anchor.fm forward slash rottencorpsradio. If you're finding us for the first time, you can find us anywhere. I mean, if you happen to stumble upon us on iTunes, but you're more of a Stitcher person, then Stitcher Radio is probably the better bet for the show. Um, otherwise, you can find us on Spotify google podcasts if you're an android user Um, but itunes is probably better if you got an iphone uh, if you're using any apple products uh, whether it's an ipad or whether you're actually weird enough to have one of those portable mp3 players like the old ipod which i don't even know if they make those anymore i mean you think by this point i mean even homeless people have cell phones so if you don't have a cell phone already (laughs) at this point it'd be it's kind of weird but anyway as i've been kind of winding down the week uh now me and stubborn hypocrisy have a movie review coming out this next week for the movie mandy Uh, we did get a chance to check that out as well as uh, we also have another special edition of the uh, casket cast uh, as we bring back Stephanie Newkirk for a third round. That's right, a third round. The second round for the podcast, but a third time through. Um, as she was also featured on our Metal Yoga video that's now available on Vimeo. It should be up on our website by now. Um, so check that out if you haven't done that yet. Uh, Rotten Corpse Radio forward slash videos. And her RottenCorpsRadio.com forward slash videos. (laughs) Anyway, um, I kind of wanted to talk about some interesting things. I've been uh, going through some different catalogs and different, uh, you know, within horror. And just kind of checking out all these different things that are popping out of the woodwork. Now, of course, we know Remake Mania is upon us. Uh, There is a Pet Cemetery remake uh, that's um, on the verge of being released as well as uh, some, or as the movie, if you haven't seen it yet... Um, there's a very artsy remake of Suspiria that's out, so uh, that's also a really good watch. Uh, so for those who haven't checked that out, it should be on VOD right now. I don't think it's hitting any of the cable carriers or um, any of the VOD uh, on-demand services such as Shutter or Screenbox yet, but should be. Um, a few things I wanted to kind of get through and I just want to share thoughts on. Now, horror is starting... I mean, it's been making this way for a while, and I want to think that people have had a had the big buzz for horror uh, pretty much ever since the Walking Dead series popped out as a television series on EMC. And this kind of just kind of rattled the cage. You no, know, but usually every five to 10 years, there's always like a horror-themed show on TV at some point. I remember when I was a teenager, those shows were like Forever Night, Kindred the Embraced, that was made by the guys that did Nano 210. Um, there was, uh, I think it was called um, The Howling, which was like a, or or not, not The Howling, I'm sorry, uh, The Werewolf, the series uh, that came out in the early 90s, uh, and there were, you know, are others that were kind of horror-themed, you know, and Hitchhiker, uh, you know, and they had, they had a, a big appetite for that, and then, of course, as uh, we make waves in different ways, you know, like the... The crime drama thing has been alive for probably the past fifteen years, uh, you know, with C- uh, CSI, Law and Order, and all those other shows. And of course, Law and Order had been around since I was a kid, so it really Law and Order was kind of the starts of that. But within all these shows, these like crime drama shows, the, they would get a little bit more risque, a little bit more adult themed. Uh, we would see more gore, we would see more violence in these shows, and that kind of brings us up to now seeing. You know, and I want to thank, you know, you have shows like The Shield and um, CSI, you know, all the different CSIs uh, to, to kind of thank for the, the now surgeons of horror that's on television. Because if they if we hadn't exposed or educated an audience to, see, to think to see that stuff like, you know, blood and guts and all that is a big thing, you that's know. Shows like Dexter would have never came out. Uh, shows like um, True Blood, um, you know, like there, there's a bunch of different like extended cable shows that would pop out that would just kind of push the envelope um, in, as far as like graphic content is concerned. And then you would see this transfer over to regular cable television. And even through cable television, you know, because you would see, like, shows like uh, like the guy who put together Glee, uh, Ryan Murphy, his American Horror Story uh, television show, which, you know, garn which does have a pretty big following, you know. Not as big as The Walking Dead, but pretty big, and it would also kind of, you know, sh- transfer over to daytime, or, or not daytime, but, like, you know, more of the national syndicated sh- uh, stuff, and... Uh, then you would see uh, like Screen Queens, you know, be a very gory show on like Fox, just regular old Fox, you know, <laughs> you would see other like kind of crime dramas and other stuff kind of make their ways through. But then every network, even like WGN with the show Salem, uh, everybody was kind of putting out their own horror theme show like A&E's big hit was uh, Bates Motel, which ran its course after five seasons. And then he got like uh, other series, you know, that also kind of pushed the same, you know, th- these different envelopes and, you know, different markets. And they all kind of had their own successes. Now, there were also a big portion of those television shows that were huge, giant flops. And this kind of all transfer, And, and then the movie, uh, the, the film industry would kind of capitalize on this in their own unique way. And so in in some ways we would get a lot of really interesting remakes and then other ways we get some new original stuff, you know. And uh like one of the big uh, hits for, you know, like for, you know, like last year was like Get Out, uh which probably I mean pulled in some pretty serious dough when it you know when it first came out earlier in, you know, 2017. And then you have like Happy Death Day, which is another one that came out. I think that they all came around around like uh, February or April or something like that, or March or April. And then you had like it, which was like the big summer hit uh, for that year, and it pulled in some pretty crazy numbers all by itself. Uh, you know, you, you kind of see these movies, uh, and they're kind of leading the way. You know, they're kind of they're blazing the trailer, for, you know, trail for for horror, and. I mean, God, Happy Death Day did so good. They're making another one. They're actually going to have a film. There's a sequel coming out called Happy Death Day to you, you as the letter U, you know. So, so if you if you want to check out that trailer, if it's not already dropped, uh, look it up on YouTube. It probably exists. I saw the trailer when I, I went and saw Halloween for the first time, which I will get to here in a second. Uh, and then you know, on the on the small screen, you know, more stuff on the small screen, Netflix, Amazon. Like one of the Amazon Prime's first shows, when it or when it first launched, um, you know, had like a bunch of like really fun nostalgia stuff that were kind of popping out, um, and I want to say that, you know, like when you see the horror selection on any of these like stream services, whether it's Amazon Prime, whether it's on. Um, you know, shutter when it's on, uh, uh, Netflix, especially Netflix. Netflix has a lot. I was going to say something about Amazon, but I, I kind of spaced, but, um, but yeah, Netflix has a lot of like horror themed television shows. One of the bigger ones coming out is it's stranger things. Um, they have the dark, they have, um, just a bunch of different shows that are on there right now. Tabula Raza is actually a really good one. If you haven't seen that one yet, um, there's just all these really interesting shows that are, that are just kind of popping out. And a lot of the original films that they're making are all horror, or not all of them, but, you know, there's a good portion of them that are. And, you know, they'll do a fair amount of the other stuff, too, a fair amount of, like, the, you know, the crime drama stuff and whatnot. But uh, there is still just a large, you know, there's just a large following for that. Right now, too, even Hulu. Hulu, you know, I think Hulu had one series first, that was a horror theme show that just totally shit the bad i think it was called like uh the freaks or something like that and um then once they did the series that one series um with uh jj J. abrams and stephen king uh you know the one with the one where they do the kennedy assassination flash or or uh or this guy trying to prevent the Kennedy assassination from happening. Uh, which, you can't stop history. So, don't even try. <laughs> not even not even a make-believe. Um, you know, even with that show doing pretty good. And some other uh, shows that have kind of some subtle horror themes to it. That are p- now coming out on Hulu. Um, God, even Castle Rock. Castle Rock's a really good show. Pretty deep. Um... I still have to get through the last half of this of the first season, but uh, from what I've seen so far, and you know, I think we did a review on that on the show. Uh, so go back in the archives and check for you know look around for that. But you know, there was a fair amount to be said about it, and now I I want to say that you know even with um, all these different like movies that are even coming out now i mean they're kind of paving the way horror is kind of being looked at in a different light i mean now you got like the new halloween that's out that's now the highest grossing slasher film to ever come out in the box office you know as far as like theater draw is concerned um it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive i want to say you know there it's like I actually think it's pretty amazing you know there's just a lot of stuff that that's now coming out out there that you know and that we're now we're not getting a taste of it you know and is it gonna do well I mean there's even a, a Christmas horror movie coming out this year um, and uh, it looks pretty pretty badass it's called Anna and the Apocalypse and it's it's a. It's basically a zombie film that's also disguised as a Christmas movie. It's also disguised as a as a fun musical. So, uh, so we're getting a little bit of that, and I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of uh, looking forward to it. I really want to. I really want this movie to do well, and you know, especially around Christmas time too. A lot of us horror fans, you know, we have a lot of Christmas movies. You know, I mean, they have like you have like a Christmas horror story you have the Krampus. You have you know, all the Silent Night, Deadly Night movies, all the old-school, like, Santa Claus murder-kill movies. Um, and then, <laughs> you know, it's just it's just like an, this endless stream. I think now they need to... Now more than ever, there needs to be a, a giant focus on Thanksgiving. And I think Eli Roth needs to needs to actually make that Thanksgiving trailer into a full fledged horror film. I know there's always been talks about that, but you know, we haven't actually got it yet. But um, now horror's becoming a bigger medium now. More people more and more people, like casual fans are getting into it. And I kinda wonder if we're gonna see a new swell insurgence in the horror convention scene, you know, as you go from state to state. Now of course there's a lot of states out there That have their own you know special market for just that you know there's always like there's always the horror hound weekend Uh, there's always uh, Fangoria um, Weekend of Horrors uh, which I've always wanted to go to one of those I'm probably gonna go to the one in Burbank in about a couple years Uh, but then this next year you know we're going to the Texas Frightmare and there should be some pretty fun stuff and I just want I want these... Like, I want more to happen on the mainstream level. uh, Only because, like... And and that's the thing. A lot of people are sick of all these different remakes that are coming out. I, myself, am, like, super-duper salty about the new Child's Play remake, which is the second remake I've ever had anything negative to say beforehand. I remember when... uh, What was it? It had to have been when... They were remaking uh, Black Christmas, and I thought to myself, "Why in the hell would you remake that movie?" And of course, my memory wasn't really serving me at the time. I I forgot which Black Christmas, or Christmas like horror film I was thinking of, and Black Christmas was not the movie I was thinking of because when I saw it, I was like, "Well, oh, wait a minute, this is like that other one," and then it. Started to bring it started to come back, and I was less pissed off about it. Uh, But this child's play remake really kind of is rubbing me the wrong way, and only because the film has taken the Chucky character out. Now, now from what I I actually got, um, I actually did get confirmation from the child's play movies uh, Facebook page that the doll is still named Chucky, the buddy doll that they have. So they're no longer being called good guys. They're now being called buddies. And the buddy doll in this film is is Chucky. Now, this remake, the only thing that also kind of sours me on this remake is there's no real positive way to make sequels from it. Because once this doll is deactivated and down, where are you going to go, you know? Or is during th- or or throughout this movie are we going to see like the weird corrupted data ai doll named chucky buddy doll named chucky is he gonna corrupt the data of all these other dolls and they're all gonna come after you it's like i mean they could go a lot of different ways with that i'm not really sure which way they're gonna go but i hate the fact that this chucky is not gonna be charles lee ray the lakeshore strangler the killer from the original film the voodoo killer you know they, we're not going to see any of that in the new child's play it's just going to be this corrupted ai doll how scary can that really be will the doll actually display emotion was the doll actually actually corrupt the data was corrupted by a guy named charles you know i mean like i mean are we going to get some pretty cool stuff out of it or is it just going to be you know like a fart in church you know <laughs> is it going to be just eh, whatever That sucks. Uh, I just... I don't know. I'm not very optimistic about it, but I will see the movie. I just don't know how I will see the movie. I don't know if I'm going to waste my money and go see it in the theater. If the trailer shows itself to be any good. And the movie has Aubrey Plaza on it, so I might even just see it because of her. But... Because she's going to be playing Andy Barclay's mom in the film, which is exciting for me. Because, you know, I really like Aubrey. So... If if the trailer looks good, then I will see it on a $5 movie night. We'll just we'll just say that for now. But if the trailer looks stupid, or if they don't show you enough in the trailer, then I'm gonna say, fuck it. It's gonna be on Netflix. I'm gonna wait till Netflix. Like, I won't even give a shit. Don Mancini will continue to put out Chucky movies, and I will continue to see them as soon as they come out. But as far as it goes with this series, it's like, eh. And, you know, and I'm not shitting on it because the original creator didn't have anything to do with it. Don Mancini didn't start directing the movies until Seated Chucky. Don's always been involved with writing, and uh, David Kirshner is the one who directed the first one. Or no, Tom Holland, I'm sorry, Tom Holland. It's like David Kirshner and Don Mancini were the ones who wrote it. Um, but that's the thing, you know? It's like, yeah, Tom Tom Holland did the original You know, so it's like this movie is basically either going to shit on um, Tom's original film or it's going to, you know, make it look cooler. Uh, And and I'm not holding on to it like it's a nostalgia factor, but Chucky, to me, was the scariest horror villain up until that point in my life. And you got to remember, I was a little, I was like nine years old when Child's Play first came out. So, by this time, I'd already seen Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street and all these other movies. So, I'd already seen some pretty scary shit, but the doll just kind of hit me the wrong way. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way and just kind of like, oh, this movie's even scarier. So, anyway, it's been an awesome year for horror. I've uh, been seeing some pretty good films. A lot of movies are doing pretty good. Uh, Legion M. Is doing a good job with making its own films Uh, you know like bad Samaritan and uh, and this movie uh, Mandy which like I said the casket cast will be doing a a review on it here soon Um, so you'll see that here later in the week Um, but these these are the these are the projects that that had been really kind of turning the, the horror world right now and they're not even major theater projects either you know they're not movies that even got released in the theater um they may have been festival you know on the festival circuit but we didn't actually you know have them for any other thing so if if anything check out what you can check out um a lot of the stuff is on vod um Shudder does have the streaming rights to Mandy, so Mandy will eventually be on Shudder if you have the sh- uh, Shudder streaming service. Um, I always hold on to it. I know like, a lot of people will cancel it on and on and off, and I always keep it because it's only 5 bucks a month. You're not losing anything. That's like a cup of coffee every fucking month that I just don't get. Oh, pack of cigarettes if you're a smoker. Um, unless you live in New York and you pay like $10 a pack. <laughs> but... I hold on to it. Um, they always put out new stuff, you know. They're doing the Joe Bob Briggs drive-in thing again, so I'll be checking that. See, I'll be checking that show out again. Um, and not to mention, Greg Nicotero is going to be doing a creep show series for that. So more details on that to come um, as the as the information gets uh, put out there. But I think it's going to be great. And for, with all that said, thank you for tuning in, and we will catch you all next time. Bye for now.